Hi friends, what is going on? It's Rochelle Renee and this is episode 84 of Faith Fitness Joy. What is a spiritual awakening? So it's been on my heart to discuss this topic for a little bit now and I've recently been getting a nudge to start talking about it as well as sharing a little bit of my own story. So today I am delving into the whole topic of spiritual awakening. And this is a topic that resonates with many uh, people seeking the path of self-discovery. And it's also something that we seem to be hearing and seeing more discussions about in these recent years. So if you're wanting to learn more about what a spiritual awakening is, or perhaps wondering what people are referring to when they mention spiritual awakening, then join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God, or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week, I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset and I found healing. Now my mission is to help other high performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. Okay, I think we got through our technical difficulties there. What is up? My name is Rochelle Renee. I'm an intuitive health coach and healer, and this is episode 84 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today, I am discussing what a spiritual awakening is. It is Wonderful Wednesday, and on Wednesdays, I like to discuss all things related to our spiritual growth, our spiritual well-being, connecting to God, and I also like to um, do channeled messages on uh, these Wonderful Wednesdays as well. So here we are. Um, So again, we're talking about spiritual awakening today. You may be uh, seeing a lot of people talking about this online. Um, If you're on TikTok, there's quite a few people that, you know, provide different um, kind of regular videos or teachings around this topic. And I'm sure on YouTube and all kinds of other platforms, um, there seems to be a growing um, interest, if you will, around this topic. And my own uh, spiritual awakening process began several years back now. In some ways, I feel like it started maybe about a decade ago, but I would say it really kind of ramped up in the last several years. And um, so recently, um, let's see, in the last maybe year or two years, probably about two years now, I've been in sort of a deep um, process of spiritual awakening, if you will. And so God has recently started nudging me to discuss this topic with you all here on this podcast, um, starting to share some of my own story about it and just going a little deeper into this topic and helping people just understand what it is and also to help people that are starting to wake up navigate through the process. I believe that this is because even more people 
are either beginning to wake up or will be embarking on a spiritual awakening in this year in particular. And I um, sort of sense, if you will, that this is going to be continuing to increase in years to come. So today I am going to discuss first what a spiritual awakening is, uh, second, some of the signs and symptoms of a spiritual awakening to help you recognize whether this is what you are, uh, you know, experiencing yourself and how to navigate a spiritual awakening. So in some respects, I have been on a spiritual awakening from a fairly young age. I started kind of questioning everything um, every aspect of existence as far back as I can remember, honestly, um, you know, even at times when I was a kid, I remember um, a number of times in particular being at my grandmother's house and uh, being in her guest room and trying to fall asleep at night and finding myself, you know, pondering all of these questions, um, you know, things like, why are we here? Um, what if the earth is just like this tiny little speck on the hand of a larger creature or like a giant or something like that. And I used to think about like, what if there's someone that like, you know, watches earth or the world, you know, and, and just observes what people do all day, every day. And just like kind of random stuff like that. I used to think about when I was younger. Uh, as I got older, I started questioning religion, uh, and wondering what the truth really is, uh, you know, of God, of why we're here, uh, and some of the different stories, because as I started to become aware, you know, that there's what is it 3000 5000 somewhere in that range that that's like the number of religions that there are, um, you know, it kind of like you, when you actually like think about that, it, it begs the question, well, like, is any one of them like correct or accurate or, you know, how do you know what the, the truth is? What's you know, what it what is it really? And now I was raised Catholic um, and I went to Catholic school until about the fourth grade, you know, so there's very specific kind of rituals, if you will. The services are very, um, I guess you could say ritualistic. There's like a very formal process to it. And you, you receive what are called sacraments as you grow up and reach certain ages in, you know, the church. And then, um, so that was kind of my upbringing. And what I grew up, you know, being taught in terms of religion. And then as I got older, and like I said, I started questioning, you know, what the truth is and looking into other things, I sort of veered off this path. Uh, and I started to become really fascinated with witchcraft, specifically Wicca, um, which I studied really thoroughly, um, like really thoroughly. I, you know, know the history really well of that, that faith. And I mean, it's a broad term. You ask, you know, 50 people that identify, um, as that, and you'll probably get that many answers because there's, you know, very diverse, um, teachings and, um, approaches and whatnot within that category, just like, you know, almost any other religion, you know, Christianity is another one. That's a very big kind of umbrella category of a number of different beliefs or systems or, um, I guess you could say culture, if you will, around that. So, um, but the point is, you know, it was something that I went into and I, I studied it very deeply, very thoroughly, and I practiced that for about 15 years. Um, and I'm not going to go into all the different, you know, stories around that because it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole other topic for another time. Um, but 
I did get to a point where, um, you know, I had some experiences that just I started to question that as well. And it kind of led me to um, seeking answers again, I guess you could say. Uh, I, I mean, I and what I think that taught me at the time is that I realized like even that, like I, I wasn't really experiencing this connection with God that I was seeking. And I wasn't I didn't feel like I had found the truth of, um, you know, creation and, and what we are and even maybe who God is. Uh, I never questioned God, God's existence. I I would not say that, but, um, I just hadn't found the thing that I was able to experience him with. And so eventually, um, like I said, I realized that the Wicca, you know, um, Wicca wasn't answering my questions really any more than Catholicism had. And I felt like it wasn't really, I just wasn't getting much out of it, I guess, after a certain point. Uh, And I was seeking a deeper, you know, level of connection to God. And I was seeking spiritual growth. So later I reached a point of uh, simply accepting that, you know, I definitely believed in God, I definitely believed that there is God. I would, I would say now, I don't feel like it's a matter of belief. I know that there is, and this is my personal experience. So I don't want this to come off like I'm trying to um, push anything on anyone. I'm just, you know, kind of sharing my own story. Uh, and so, as for the truth of what God really is, or which story, or you know, you can substitute story with religion, um, which of those was accurate reflection. Um, you know, that had kind of remained a mystery for me for some time. And um, then it was like when I found myself at the end of the proverbial rope, if you will, you know, my marriage um, was coming to an end. It had been, uh, I would say, about a year that I kind of knew that that was coming. And I would say, you know, things are were escalating at this point. Uh, and I, I had just gotten to this point where I didn't know what else to do except reach up for answers. Um, and I was really trying to get guidance from God um, as to, you know, how to handle this or navigate this situation I found myself in. Um, and so that was a point where um, I just sort of turned to him and that led me back into or actually it led me into a Christian church, uh, in the months leading up to and after, um, my ex-husband and I had split. And, um, and so this sort of marked the beginning of my first real relationship with God. Um, yes, there was community in the church and yes, there was, there was like the church itself and all of the things that come with that. But, um, through this particular church and the different things that they had as part of their culture, you know, so there was, you know, the typical Sunday services, of course, <clears throat> like any other or most other churches. But they also had prayer groups and they had, um, which was actually how I came into it. My my best friend um, was hosting one and she was asking me to, you know, consider attending. And so that's kind of how I found my way into this church. And ultimately, that is what helped me to like deepen and establish this relationship with God was because I was doing the work in this workbook. So it wasn't just attending the services, but I was, 
you know, reading the Bible outside of church and I was spending time with God and like, you know, working through these questions in this um, workbook that went with the, I guess you could say the topic or the book that we were working through as part of this prayer group. <clears throat> and in doing that, it helped me um, <clears throat> to learn how to like connect to God and um, understand kind of how he speaks to us and also gaining a deeper understanding of the Bible as well. So um, I continued to deepen my relationship with God and attend church for many years after that. And this carried me through, you know, the darkest points in my life. Um, I even experienced things that I can only describe as supernatural in the, this time frame. And I, this is why I say I know there is a God, um, because for me, I just can't. I don't have any other way of explaining or understanding the things that I experienced during this time and what God did for me um, in this part of my life. And so it was in this time that I started to hear God louder and more often, and I started learning how to follow his guidance, um, even when I was scared or uncertain. And I'd had enough of an experience with him at this point that I... I knew I could always trust his guidance, even if the things that he was leading me to do uh, felt scary <clears throat> or it felt like, gosh, can I really do this? Or it just kind of defied what, you know, society would, would advise or tell you to do. So fast forward about a year ago, and uh, God has since led me out of the church. Um, and this hasn't, you know, I don't mean this to be a criticism of church uh, or any particular church or people that still attend church. Um, just to be clear, this is just the path that he's led me down and, and where he's taken me. Um, and it seems to have served to lead me further within myself um, and closer to him and closer to the truth, which is that God is not outside of us. He's not like somewhere out there or somewhere up there. I mean, Yes, there is like this, the, the greater, you know, God or source, if you will, um, that does exist kind of somewhat externally, but he also exists within each of us. He's not, you know, in a building or a group or even in some distant place that we can't reach. He lives and dwells and resides within us. And the Bible says this point blank in many places where it talks about um, you know, that your body being the temple. And one of the reasons that it's so important to take care of your body and not defile your temple is because God lives within you. Um, and you're keeping it, you know, um, pristine or clean or whatever you want to call it for God to reside within you. So, um, now when he kind of led me out of this, it wasn't like this burning bush moment and which, you know, I suddenly came to understand, that this was what I was to do. Um, and it was, it was really more of like an evolution, uh, an evolution that occurred as a result of my continuing to seek the truth and understand God. So I've come to understand that he simply was meeting me where I was at the time when I first reached up to him all those years ago when I was, you know, at this point of like, what am I going to do? And I really didn't know what else to do or who to turn to or how to get any other guidance. Uh, so that's been about 10 years ago almost now. Um, and he led me to the things that I've come to understand today over this period of time. And so it, it was all things that kind of built on each other as I kept 
uh, leaning in and, and, um, you know, doing different things and, and adopting different practices to deepen my own connection to God, uh, further my own spiritual growth. Um, and I also had like a real hunger at one point to really understand the Bible. Um, I had gotten to a point where I was kind of like, sort of like at this, like, I don't, I don't want someone else to tell me what it means. I don't want someone to like, because I, I understood, I realized, I guess I realized at a point that that's how I understood it. Like I hadn't actually really read it. Um, everything I knew from the Bible or about the Bible or what was in the Bible had come through different church services that I had been at in, you know, different points of my life. Uh, and I wanted to understand it and know it myself. Um, and so that was kind of the first thing. And then through doing that and, you know, prayer and meditation and some of these other things, that's how I started to learn how to like, you know, receive, um, communication from God and the different ways he speaks and moves in our lives and all of these things. And so they all kind of built on each other. Um, and now I'm at a point where I would say, you know, it's almost second nature. Um, and there's a variety of ways that God communicates to me. So all that said, I also believe that, um, many of us have started to have a spiritual awakening, um, or deepen the one that we are in, in the past, maybe three to four years. I feel like, you know, you look back, what, three, four years ago, where we were, what was going on. A lot of people were, you know, went from our very hustle bustle, absolutely no time, you know, um, to suddenly we're not allowed to leave the house for what started off as two weeks and then extended from there. But that's a whole other story for another time. Um, but the point is, we all were basically forced to be within our house. Uh, for a number of time, we weren't supposed to be working. Um, if we were, we were working at home um, or many of us were. Right. And so I feel like at that point, a lot of people just started. We had time on our hands. Um, we were preoccupied with all this stuff that was happening that was like unprecedented. And I think people just were starting to look for answers and people were starting to like finally, um, you know, having a moment to be like, wait a minute, like what's really going on? What is really like, you know, like we all started asking these questions that I think most of us would have never thought of before. Um, so it was a really interesting time. And I think that's when a lot of people really started to, you know, wake up um, and realize that, you know, maybe there's something bigger, maybe there's something more. Um, and people just maybe started seeking truth and just looking at life a little differently than perhaps would have ever happened. Uh, I also believe that many more people are going to begin their spiritual awakening journey <clears throat> um, in, like I said, this year in particular, and I think it's going to keep kind of increasing from there. So um, anyway, let's delve into what is a spiritual awakening exactly. Well, a spiritual awakening is a profound and transformative experience that transcends the boundaries of our everyday existence, right? It's like this door opening to a new realm of consciousness, of understanding. And that that doorway and that realm is where our mind and our body and our soul um, start to align and find like this perfect harmony. But you know, what exactly does it mean to undergo a spiritual awakening? So first, let's kind of break the concept down a little bit, right? Um, a spiritual awakening is like a process of an inner awakening uh, where we start to become aware of our true nature and that we are connected to something greater than ourself. Um, that 
you know, it can't just be like maybe like all this randomness and um, just by chance, right? Like there's some greater meaning and there's there's this greater connection um, between all living things. And um, we start to become more aware of our true nature um, and we start to connect to something beyond ourselves, And it's really not confined to a religion or a cultural context. It's more of a universal phenomenon that can occur to anyone, anywhere, at any time. Um, and it really, like I said, it doesn't really have anything to do with religion. Um, it's, yeah. So uh, the awakening process or the awakening will often bring about a heightened sense of awareness um, a deeper connection with the present moment and a profound understanding of how everything in life is interconnected, everything in the world. Um, I think the deeper you go into this, at least this has been the experience for me, uh, the more I understand that we are all connected down to every, um, everything, not just animals, but, um, and some of this is as you start to understand that everything in nature, everything in creation is, you know, it has a vibration. It all has energy. Um, everything is frequency. Everything is energy. And so even a rock has a frequency. It may not be um, a super high one, but it has a frequency. And so um, that it's like this common thread through everything that has been created. Um, and that is what connects us all. And so um, you start to get a deeper sense of this as you go along in your journey. So uh, what are some signs that you might experience as you're having a spiritual awakening? Or what are some ways you can maybe know um, that you're having one? So um, again, like how would you know it was happening to you if you've never, if you're not familiar with any of this and you aren't really sure that that's what you're going through? Well, it often uh, starts to manifest through a series of signs and symptoms, and these can include things like your intuition seems to be getting heightened. Um, and then there's a few other things that I'm going to touch on um, that you might start to experience as well. So for me, it started with questions that I could no longer like ignore or try to explain away um, as like just the way it is, or <clears throat> it's just nature, or I don't know, like whatever things that we kind of tend to go to or, or have been taught over the course of our life. Um, those answers weren't really working for me. And then they, I started to realize that a lot of them didn't really add up. Um, and so, um, and in some cases, a lot of them were sort of proving not even really true. Um, and they, or they started to feel like they weren't true. Like, and then like, should I scratch the surface and see like, if this holds up after I dig into it more. Uh, so this is one of the keys um, is sort of feeling like not everything's quite as it seems. And maybe not everything that you've been taught or um, told or whatever is completely true um, or accurate. In a spiritual week awakening, your intuition will start to kick in. Um, as I mentioned a second ago, it'll start to get louder. It'll start to get more intense. Uh, and it'll gradually start to feel more and more difficult to continue to participate in sort of day-to-day -day life in the same way. It'll start to like almost be unbearable. Um, I, I feel like the deeper that you go, 
Um, depending on what your day-to-day life is. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, maybe not in the same place that I was several years back where, you know, they're not really feeling totally fulfilled in in some aspects of their life or um, they might feel like they're kind of pulling themselves through their day-to-day because they know they have to be in a job and, like, that's just part of life kind of a thing. So, anyway, I'll leave it at that for for, this, but... Um, another sign is that, um, and this is a fairly substantial one, is that you may experience sort of a shift in perspective. So, for example, you might find that your focus expands beyond the things that used to be of the highest importance to you. Um, and these things may start to feel less and less important or even small. Um, it could be things that you used to like to do that you used to really enjoy. I mean, I think back on a certain period in my life where I, you know, there was a number of like shows that I really liked and, you know, I really wanted to like catch up on them and I wanted to watch them before, you know, anyone started talking about it or anything like that and like would ruin whatever happened in the show or, you know, that's just an example or other times like in my life, you know, but when I was like before I had kids and I was single, you know, I really like wanted to go out a lot and um, yeah, just go out to clubs or whatever, or go do different things. Um, and uh, just these different things that maybe you had habits of or that were part of your, like, you know, things you enjoyed doing that all of a sudden you're just kind of not that interested in doing them anymore. Um, and you're looking for something deeper um, or for whatever reason those same things just aren't really bringing the same excitement or fulfillment to you that they used to. Um, And part of this is because you're going to start to feel like there's more to life um, and there's more to reality um, and that you have a greater purpose. Um, I've joked in the past in some of my other episodes about office space and how I always used to say that Peter Gibbons, Gibbons um, was like my spirit animal because he always used to say like, The whole joke in the movie was that he had this dream of doing nothing, but he also used to say, like, you know, human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles listening to eight different bosses drone on all day about TPS reports. And, I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Like, that was part of my experience was, like, is this really why we're here? Is this really why we exist so that we can – I mean, is like, is what I'm doing in this little cubicle really, like, you know, having that impact, you know? So – I mean, those are some of the questions I think you start to ask yourself. And again, it depends because I I know this won't apply to everybody and not everybody may have this exact experience um, with where they are right now. Uh, Another sign that you might be having a spiritual awakening is if you start to desire personal growth. So uh, this was actually one of the first ones for me, I think, in recent years. Um, Because like I said, I started to lose interest in some of the other stuff like television or movies or um, you know, hanging out, um, with girlfriends, um, and stuff like that. Not that I never wanted to see my girlfriends anymore, but it was just, I guess my priorities started shifting and I wanted to, um, learn new things. I wanted to deepen my understanding and my personal growth. Um, so that might be something you start to experience. And this might look like, you know, you start reading and watching different things than you did in the past. Um, your reading list might change from, you know, just, um, things you've read for entertainment or enjoyment to start reading things to learn how to start your own business or to learn how to, um, 
change your mindset or something like along those lines, or maybe, um, you know, devotional books or different things that help deepen your spiritual growth. So you might start to really crave things like that. Um, and like I said, other things you, you used to find enjoyable might start to just naturally fall away. Uh, and then for me, like I said, this was one of the first things I experienced. And so I started reading, you know, various uh, self-help and personal growth books. And I started investing in myself as well and my growth. And so um, I have invested quite a bit and I use all of that to help other people. So now it's like um, clients who work with me, um, people who are getting access to any of my programs or any like anything along those lines, they're getting access to all of these different investments I've made in myself and things that I've learned because I've integrated all of that. And um, it's quite a breadth of um, things that I have invested in in myself from either from books to courses to coaching programs um, and masterminds and uh, kind of everything in between. So then, you know, finally, as you start to move through your spiritual awakening, another thing that you might start to experience is this profound sense of inner peace. Um, it's not really uncommon to start to feel a sense of detachment from other um aspects of reality, particularly the material um, and material possessions. Um, and you'll start to have a deeper connection to things like nature. Uh, and again, you'll start to crave different things. You'll start to want to spend your time in different ways. Um, and I think a lot of this too is like underneath all of this is this sort of shift in perspective that starts to happen. Um, and you start to realize how small some of these things really are that maybe you tended to make of a bigger importance uh, and the things that really matter start to rise to the surface or, or get, a, you know, become bigger in proportion in terms of um, the value that you place on them. So it's essential to recognize that a spiritual awakening is a unique and personal experience for sure. Um, and like I said, you know, these are some of the signs that you might be having one, but even these are going to vary from person to person. Um, the intensity that you experience them, whether you experience all of them, some of them, and there could even be some others that, you know, I didn't go into here that you might experience. Um, <clears throat> but the underlying sort of essence remains the same, that it's a journey towards self-realization and, you know, spiritual enlightenment. So then the third thing I wanted to talk about is how can you navigate a spiritual awakening? So, you know, it might sound wonderful, <laughs> to have a spiritual awakening and a lot of things like I know for me before I was even in, in the midst of this, um, you know, you might have like kind of some stereotypes about it. Like it's all about love and light and, you know, tra la la. Um, and it's, it's really not quite like that. <laughs> um, I mean that there's moments of that for sure, but it's, it's really challenging actually in a lot of ways, but in a good way, because you're, um, you're learning new things, you're expanding your understanding. And in a lot of ways, part of it is and what's going to be happening is you're going to be confronted with the the tr truth. Uh, and that's going to mean that sometimes you're going to be faced with um, that you've been taught things that are not true. Um, you've been led to believe things that are not really true, um, that are not necessarily reflective of how things really are, or why we're really here. Uh, and that can be difficult. Um, the movie The Matrix comes to mind um, a lot with this because you think about how if you've seen that movie, you know, the gist is that it's like um, 
we're all in sort of this simulation and uh, people start to kind of wake up to that. And um, if you, you know, depending on how old you are or whatever, it can be really uh, scary and difficult. Um, so it's, it's similar in that sense because it's sort of this process of coming to terms with um, things that we've been taught that aren't necessarily the case for whatever reason. So uh, that's why I say it's not always really sunshine and rainbows. Um, and I, I think, like I said, part of that is because through this process, it's a journey within. So you're being guided throughout the awakening to go within yourself. Um, and part of that is a spiritual, uh, not a spiritual, but a, like a period of isolation. Um, so people might start to fall away or you might start to remove yourself from certain relationships or people. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad. It just, it just starts to happen because your focus is changing and, um, this work really requires a, an, a, a, at least some period of time where you're kind of in isolation to really do this deeper work and connecting to your soul and your spiritual self and God. So um, I'd also, like I said, it also is going to involve you facing aspects of yourself um, that perhaps you've ignored or suppressed or were completely blind to, like myself. Um, I think it was probably all of the above. Um, but I also found there was a lot of things I was totally blind to that until I sort of started embarking on this path. Um, so it's really important to embrace mindful practices and meditation and self-reflection and giving yourself a lot of time and space and grace um, as you navigate the process because it's a transformation. It's very much a deconditioning, right? Like there's certain things that we have been conditioned for as part of growing up in the world. Um, and so as a spiritual awakening process is happening, a lot of that is being un, like you're deconditioning yourself from that. You are changing the programming that you've been raised with. And depending on your age, you know, that can be a challenge. I think it's challenging at any age, but I guess my point is like being 44 myself, like that's 44 years of it that I've been, you know, working through. Um, that's going to, it's going to be a lot harder to turn that around than it might be if I had started this process at say 20. Right. Um, so just something to note, but remember, you know, you're not alone on this journey. Um, there's a lot of other people out there that are on the same journey, um, <clears throat> seeking the same thing. Uh, so I would encourage you to seek guidance from spiritual mentors, um, connect with like-minded individuals on social media. There's tons of places for this online, um, and in Facebook, um, and other, you know, platforms, uh, and embrace the wisdom, you know, um, that you're going to start receiving and just trust yourself through the process and trust God to lead you through it. <clears throat> you know, this path of awakening is, like I said, it's unique for everyone. But it's also like this shared journey that creates like this really um, sort of beautiful, I don't know, like tapestry of consciousness um, collectively among everyone that's involved in it. So um, another resource for you if you want to continue in this path and, and don't know where to start is um, I do have a private Facebook group where I do 
um, support some of this through that. And I also um, offer coaching along the lines of helping people with this whole process and um, coming into alignment and some of the inner work that's necessary. But like I said, there's a number of other places you can um, find this as well. So um, my private Facebook group is called Faith Fitness Joy as well. So you can check that out. And there's a link in the episode description if you want to find that later. But as I wrap up today's episode, I just want to encourage you to embrace uh, the unfolding of the journey because it is really, like I said, even though it can be challenging, it's also, it's like a really great ride at the same time. And it's really an incredible, beautiful journey if you can kind of keep yourself in in that space of allowing it and just receiving what comes and allowing it to flow and allowing yourself to flow through it. So um, the other thing about it is it's not, it's not a destination. It's not like a short term or like something that happens in this little magical window of time or anything like that. It's very much kind of a continuous and ongoing experience. Um, Because like I explained earlier, you know, for me, it starts off with, it's just kind of one step and one um, delving into a certain question at a certain time. And then that gives you a new level of understanding. It takes you to a new level of consciousness. And then from there, you start to go to the next one and the next one. And it's just kind of this, it builds upon itself and it continues over time. So enjoy that process and allow it to flow from wherever you're starting. Try not to, you know, get into the comparison trap, which is, you know, really difficult for a lot of us and and something a lot of us struggle with. So uh, as always, I really hope that you found this helpful. I hope it's blessed you in some way. And thank you for joining me today in this enlightening conversation um, that I will be continuing in different points in my wonderful Wednesday episodes of this podcast. Uh, So stay tuned as we'll continue to talk about this in the weeks and months to come. Um, But for now, I hope it's given you some clarity on what a spiritual awakening is. Uh, And like I said, check out that Facebook group if you want to connect with some others that are also um, in a similar... um, process uh and working towards similar things as well so with that um i will thank you so much for joining me in today's episode of faith fitness joy and i will see you all next time thank you so much for joining faith fitness joy today i hope you found something helpful in today's episode i would love to hear what you think so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss. Wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.